USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth by providing safe and effective strategies. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to Money Wise. And I'd like to begin this morning by saying that we don't ever want to run out of money in retirement. Today, we'd like to talk about five ways to run out of money in retirement and how to avoid them. So first, I'd like to begin by saying good Sunday morning to attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, everyone. Denny, nobody wants to run out of money in retirement, do they? Nobody wants to run out of money even if they're not in retirement. That's true, isn't it? And good Sunday morning to Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. So today we're going to have an all-family show. Do we have any dogs in the room with us today, Pete? Surprisingly not. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. You've grown more hair since I've seen you last. Yeah, I'm really getting tired of you talking about my beard. <laughs> It's, no, it's, it's like, it's just, at this point, just stop. Okay, we won't talk about Peter's beard. We just wish it would go away. Anymore. Honest Abe. <laughs> so let's talk about the fact that we're all living longer. We're living almost a whole generation longer than any generation before us, and those numbers are only increasing. You know, there's even a problem in China right now. Their main population growth is in the area of older people. And so they've had to suspend their restriction on how many babies you can have. I'm not sure that ever really worked anyways, but China has always said in the past you could only have one baby. Now they're saying you could have two babies. Yeah, because the Chinese population is not they're aging. growing. Yeah. We're all living longer. Food is able to keep us longer and medicines are able to keep us going longer. Life expectancy has increased um, for the past number of years, so some people can now expect to spend as much as three or four decades in retirement. A decade is 10 years. So most people used to think that, well, when I retire, maybe I'm going to live for 10 years. Now you need to be thinking you're going to live for 20 years or 30 years or maybe even 40 years in retirement. So that's a long time. But the question then is, how do I know if I've saved enough money for retirement? I might not even know how long I'm going to live. I think that's probably a good thing. I don't. I wouldn't want to know how long I was going to live. Would you want to know that, Tenny? No. 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 I think most people don't. But what if I just run out of money when I'm 87 years of age? Well, it's not like you can go back to work at that time, and you, nor should you go back to work. But today's show, we're going to talk about five different ways that you can actually run out of money in retirement, and how can we avoid those mistakes from happening in the first place? Because like it or not, and hopefully you like it, we're all going to live longer. And honestly, about 50% of the people that I see or that we see actually have enough money to live comfortably in retirement up until, you know, 95 or 100, just in case they live that long. The other 50% don't, and I see a lot of uh, clients who are five years away from retirement and thinking, oh man, we don't have enough money to retire. And all of a sudden they're dumping as much money as they can, um, you know, maxing out their IRA contributions and um, trying to save money in other ways as well. I've seen people doing that. So it's, it's something that you need to think about early and often. And it's also something that we can help you with. We can show you Here's how long your money will last at your current budget. If you want to keep your current lifestyle in retirement, uh, your money will last you know, 15 years or 20 years or whatever that might be. We can calculate that. And then you have to make a decision about whether you want to try to save more or whether you're going to have to cut back on you know, your expectations for your retirement. I so think one of the important things is that we want to encourage you to come in because the conference is complimentary, and you, Ray, and you, Peter, can help people to understand how to better plan, how to better put aside funds, and so forth. So the important thing, folks, is 
make an appointment and come in and talk. You know, Ted, I want to give you an interesting quotation to start our show today because this quotation really sort of blew my mind, and I want everybody to listen carefully. You've read a number of books by a gentleman named Tom Friedman, Thomas Friedman, right? He's a great journalist. He wrote a book called The World is Flat, and basically the message in The World was Flat was that everybody is connected. We all have to get along and learn to communicate with each other. He wrote that book in 2005, believe it or not. And and is that where the whole conspiracy theory started that you know the earth is actually flat and now we've got all these flat earthers because if so I'd like to strangle them. <laughs> Maybe he wrote that being silly and some people took it seriously and ran with it. <laughs> no, his basic message in the world is flat was that we're all connected. So Here's a quotation from Tom Friedman written recently. When I wrote The World is Flat, remember this is 2005, I said, the world is flat. Yeah, we're all connected. Facebook didn't exist. Twitter was a sound. The cloud was in the sky. 4G was a parking space. LinkedIn was a prison. Applications were what you sent to college. And Skype, for most people, was a typo. How the world has changed in just 15 years. We don't realize how much the world has changed. It's incredible. So hard to keep up. I don't even know what some of those words mean. Well, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) For you, Tenny, the world is still flat. (laughs) (laughs) No, for me, the world is still round. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Okay. I honestly wonder where the whole flat earth conspiracy came from, how it started. I'd Google it, but I don't want to get sucked down that rabbit hole. Well, here's some of the things that we want to talk about today. We want to talk about how much money is enough to cover all of your expenses and needs in retirement. How much money can you expect to spend on health care in retirement? You know, we all talk about how expensive it is for health care, and you can't afford not to have health insurance today. It's so much more expensive than people realize. You just had an example with your son who... Broke his, uh, what was it, his collarbone. Yeah, he's cost us a lot in the last <laughs> seven months between the collarbone, the ambulance ride, and now needing oral surgery to remove molar. I think the uh, ambulance ride was $1,400, if I remember, not covered by insurance. Uh, I think it was 1800 I, I know I paid most of it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and then the, ins- I mean, our insurance is terrible anyways, but. Well, how about inflation? Have you considered what inflation is going to do for your retirement savings? We've talked about inflation recently on this show. And if you haven't heard recently, we're at the highest rate of inflation right now we've had in 13 years. And it's only going to get worse probably. How can you adequately measure your retirement preparation? Well, we can help with that, can't we, Tenny? Yes, that's the thing that you folks do. And... Uh, I'm not sure that everybody understands that, that you're not just a place to go to buy uh, an annuity or whatever, but you do a whole range of planning. You need to think about a plan for retirement, don't you, Pete? Absolutely, and that's a good point, Mom, is that we uh, don't just do life insurance or fixed, you know, products like an annuity, uh, which, you know, there's some people that have a, a bad taste in their mouth when they hear annuity, but... Uh, when you sit down with us and we explain to you really what an annuity is, and it's not a variable annuity, and it's not annuities like they were back in the 80s, um, they're they're really a great investment vehicle. They're not for everyone, and not for um, you know depends on your age and your current situation. But we have a lot of other things that we offer, including brokerage accounts, other investments, and uh, we we really do a full comprehensive plan. And another important thing that you mentioned, Mom, is you never charge to do an initial consultation, and we never charge um, on the USA Wealth Group side uh, to sit down and meet with, uh, with clients and, and work through their financial plan. Well, some of the other things we want to talk about very quickly are how do you know where to invest your money to keep it protected? Gosh, we've seen situations just recently in recent weeks where the stock market went down 750-something points in one day, and the next day it came back 500 points. How do you invest with that kind of a roller coaster? And how do you know that your money is going to be safe and protected? 
Because if you want to have money in retirement, it has to be protected, doesn't it, Pete? Absolutely. Um, especially if you're getting close to retirement or if you're already in retirement, you really should not have a, 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 the bulk of your assets in the market. Or if they are, uh, they should be in mutual funds that are fairly conservative. Um, yeah, I, I talk about this all the time, but I see people here and there with huge amounts of their assets, 90% of their assets in the market and in some situations in a few individual stocks, which is just really not recommended. Let's well, do the rest of our list just real quickly, and then we'll come on to a couple of those points. Um, how do you protect yourself from scams? We talk about that periodically on the radio, and yet we still see people all the time that have lost thousands of dollars to scams. You're not going to get rich quick. You have to do it in the smart way, and you have to work with smart people. Um, how do you develop a budget for retirement? We do that all the time, don't we, Pete? We show people how to create a retirement budget. It's the first thing we do. And then is it important to have an emergency fund and how much should you save for the emergency fund? You know, one of the things that we've talked about periodically is that half the population in this country couldn't put their hands on $400 if they needed to. And typically it's not always the case. Again, every, every case is a case by case, um, you know, situation, but typically we recommend around $50,000 as an emergency fund. And Usually, again, depends on the individual situation, but any more than that, that's lazy money. Um, really should not just be sitting there doing nothing, especially with the inflation uh, issue that we have going on right now. And then lastly, we've got to talk very quickly about taxes. Even Benjamin Franklin once said, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. So on that sober note, because we are going to talk a little bit about this as well, we want to take a short break and come back and talk about taxes and people like Leona Helmsley, who owned hotels in New York. And she once said, we don't pay taxes. Only the little people pay taxes. Remember that insulting remark she made? Um, I don't actually. I don't remember hearing that. Leona and her dog. But stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to come right back and we've got a lot more to talk to you about to show you how to have a better retirement. Stay tuned. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise and welcome back to Attorney Tenny Lance and to Pete Lance. And I'm your host this morning, Ray Lance. So, You've got three lances in a row. What are three lances in a row? Like arrows in a quiver. Well, good morning. Welcome back. Good morning, my dork dad. Well, we're talking about Leona Helmsley. So Leona Helmsley was married, I think, to Harry Helmsley, and they owned a bunch of Hel- they owned a bunch of Helmsleys. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> no, they owned a bunch of hotels in New York, and she was really a very unpleasant, snotty lady, and she. When she died in her estate plan, her will, she left $12 million for the care of her little dog. Was it a Maltese or something like that? And her relatives contested the will in court because you can challenge a will in court sometimes, can't you, Tenny? Yes, unfortunately. And the court court cut the $12 million bequest back to $4 million and said $4 million was more than enough to take care of the dog. Eating uh, filet mignon every night. But she also said that I don't pay taxes, only the little people pay taxes. Sounds like a lot of people today, doesn't it, who don't pay taxes and corporations that don't pay taxes. But that's not us, ladies and gentlemen. We file our tax returns, we pay our taxes, we're good citizens, we do what we need to do, and we want to make sure we can take care of ourselves in retirement. So we've we've talked a little bit about the fact that we're 
we're all living longer, but we also have unusual events that take place, don't we, Pete? Like a son who breaks his collarbone playing football with no protection and gets an ambulance ride to the hospital and things of that nature. Costs come up. People don't expect them. Well, that's just it. Is That's why we talked earlier about having an emergency fund, because emergencies happen. Um, often times things come up and that's what life is all about you know and you know you could all of a sudden have a car break down and need to spend several thousand dollars in repairs or possibly put a down payment on a new car um, your furnace could go and you need all of a sudden you know five or six thousand dollars to put a new furnace in so things happen yes yeah, it's, it's estimated for example that a 65 year old couple can expect to spend approximately $300,000 on health-related costs during retirement. That's everything from health insurance to medical appointments to emergencies. To I mean, ambulance rides. Ambulance rides. That's, that's a crazy amount of money, isn't it? Yep, it really is. It adds up, too. The total bill for his surgery was, I think, $18,000, and we had to pay a, a big chunk of that because, again, our insurance is awful. And you have deductibles. Even when you have insurance, you have deductibles. Well, so, actually, that's just it. We don't have deductibles until we reach a certain deductible. We're 100% out of pocket until we reach a certain deductible. Yeah, that's yeah, a it's tough a health plan. Tough, tough policy you have. Well, we have to do the best job we can in saving money for retirement. We all have ability to make money and to save money. The, uh, there was a lady once named uh, Charlotte Witten who said, we all have ability, the difference is how we use it. One of the things that we like to do in our office here is show you uh, tactics and tips and things that you can do to make your life better and make your family's life better, including estate planning. Not on this list so far is estate planning. If you don't do an estate plan, your family can really be in a difficult situation, right, later, Jenny? I just got off the phone with a client, in fact, whose aunt he's been taking care of for years and years and years, and they can't find her will. And she's now diagnosed with leukemia and dementia, and so she can't do an estate plan at this point. Mm. So we're trying to figure out how to make certain that her fairly substantial remaining assets go to the right place. Now, if wow. Leona Helmsley had an estate plan instead of a will, would that dog have gotten the full $12 million? <laughs> well, <Possibly>. probably. <laughs> as long as she was sane when she left $12 million to a dog. <laughs> well, so uh, if you can't find the will, uh, I assume that it wasn't your office that did the will. No, no, this was... Gosh, I think the fellow said it was done in 1965 or some such oh my long time ago. So the lawyer is no no longer around. It's a, it's a real dilemma. Holy cow. Well, that, that proves the point that you need to update your documents periodically, don't you? Absolutely. Every three to five years, you should come to see us. Gosh. We're sort of off track, but I know, but that's, that's a significant point that you just made. Well... You have to constantly stay on track. You have to constantly reassess. And one of the things that we can do, as Pete mentioned earlier, is we can give you a budget form. Whether you choose to work with us or not, we'll mail you a budget form. Just give us a call at 508-998-8858. We'll send you a budget form. We've got interesting little white papers we can send you. You've got documents that you can send periodically too, Tenny, on how to protect assets. We do. We have interesting brochures that can... Uh, give you information about almost any estate planning topic. And if somebody becomes a client, they're on your list and you can mail them quarterly or periodic newsletters too, can't you? Yes, we do do newsletters every couple of months. So you have to stay on top of things. You have to stay current. And um, you have to watch out for yourself and you have to watch out for your family because you're going to live longer. So let's talk about Using estate tax calculators, Pete. Do you ever do a calculator to help somebody make a decision about how to make the right social security decision? Yeah, we have special software um, for estate tax calculations that'll show you what your um, estate will have to pay and ways around that possibly uh, to help your, your loved ones, your beneficiaries when you're gone, if you do have a large estate. Um, 
And then we also have software that we pay for. It's an odd name. I've never understood the name of it, but it's called Horse's Mouth. And we pay to have that software, and they update it from time to time as things change. And we can do all kinds of different calculations. They didn't want to say Horse's Dairy Air. That's why. It's just horse's mouth. I never understood that name. But anyways, we can do all kinds of different calculations. Uh, we can show you a break-even analysis on whether it would make sense for you to start collecting at 62 uh, or at your full retirement age, uh, which for most of you listening is probably either 66 or somewhere between 66 and 67. Uh, and then, um, obviously, if you wait until age 70, um, then you're going to receive a lot more because it's about 8% a year for every year that you delay. However, if somebody has not good longevity in their family history, if their parents both died of you know, cancer at a young age or of a heart attack at a young age and maybe they're not in the best shape, then we might recommend you, you know, take it at 62. But it's, again, an individual situation. Well, you don't want to run out of money, which is the number one concern. And if you're going to do that, if you want to make sure you're not going to run out of money, you have to have some kind of a plan. You wouldn't drive your car on a long trip with a broken fuel gauge not knowing whether you had fuel in your tank or not, would you? No, you wouldn't. You have to plan. And planning starts with a budget. We'll help you fill the budget out. If you don't know how to do it, we can certainly help you do that. But then we take a look at something else. We look at your income sources. We're going to match up your income with your budget sources. And... What are some of the things that we can do if we determine that you don't have enough regular income coming in? So we start with, like, what do you estimate to get for Social Security? Do you have a pension? And then, all right, if you add those together and it's going to be less income than what you need to support your budget, where's the rest of the money going to come from? Or do you have to, you know, re-budget and get rid of some things and not have as nice a lifestyle as you're living now? You know, and what are you going to cut out? Uh, are you going to be able to travel or not? Are you going to basically have to sit at home and just putter around in your garden because you don't have enough retirement assets to do anything that you really want to do in retirement? Mm-hmm. So then we take a look at your assets next, don't we? We want to see other assets that you can convert into an income source. Yeah, and it, again, depends on the situation, but many times we'll see someone with you know other assets and we recommend that they delay Social Security because it's basically a guaranteed 8% per year. That's a pretty good rate of return. Um, so if you do have other assets, depending on what they're earning and what they're in, it might make sense to start drawing down on those assets and delay Social Security. And what if you have a house that has a lot of equity in it, Tenny? Maybe that's going to be your main asset to help support you in retirement, isn't it? Yes. Uh, a lot of folks have bad feelings about reverse mortgages, but they can be so useful to people. They can provide the uh, income that's necessary to keep you in that house. Um, what you are effectively doing with a reverse mortgage is drawing out the equity that 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 you have earned in that house and is otherwise just sitting there doing you no good. So reverse mortgages are things that I think you should think about. And that's definitely a solid point to make. And reverse mortgages, as I said about annuities before, leave a bad taste in most people's mouths until they actually find out about them. There used to be, uh, back in the 80s, uh, reverse mortgages that had a call date. And what that means is that, say you took $100,000 of, of, of equity out of your house with a reverse mortgage, there was a date sometime in the future where that money was then due, plus interest. That's no longer the case. The money is no longer due until you either sell your house or you're gone. So that, that's you know something to really consider depending on uh, you know how you are in retirement and whether you're comfortable enough whether you need more money, if you do, a reverse mortgage could absolutely be an effective thing for you. Um, your home and Social Security could be your two largest retirement assets, depending on you know what you've saved. If you collect $2,000 a month on, in Social Security uh, times 12 and then times 20 years, that's $480,000. Um, so that's a very large retirement asset, and that's only if you live 20 years um, after starting to collect. Yeah, I want to come back to that point in just a minute right after the break if you remind me, Pete, because I want to talk just a little bit about why it's important to wait longer to collect Social Security 
And the, the main reason is because we are all living longer. We are going to take a second short break. I want to give a quotation as we take the break. It's got nothing to do with today. I just happen to like it. And it's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. He said, If the stars should appear but one night every thousand years, how man would marvel and stare. We tend to take our surroundings for granted, don't we? And not see the beauty that's out there. So stay tuned. We'll be right back and talk more about how to calculate how much money you're going to need in retirement. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508 998 8858. That's 508 998 8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. We have a fledgling technician working with us this morning, which is kind of fun. Tenny, what's the definition of a fledgling? Do you know? I'll be done to find out. Fledgling no, is a obviously. young bird that gets a, right. thrown out of the nest and tries to fly. <laughs> but, but why you use that term in relation to poor Brianna? Just because I like to see her laugh and smile. <laughs> well, we're talking about not running out of money in retirement. You know, the fact is we are all going to live longer, which is a great thing. But you got to be able to support yourself in retirement. And Tenny and I are closer and closer to that time. And we've got plans and we've got income set aside and budgets and so forth. And, you know, a lot of people don't even think about it. So our goal here is to sit down with you and say, what's your budget? What's your income? What are your assets? How can we help you maximize it and make sure you don't run out of money? And remember, everything's going to cost more, including your health care. And you need to have that in writing. You need to have a written plan, just like you need to have written legal documents in place. This is my retirement plan. This is how I'm planning to support myself in retirement. We were talking quickly, um, briefly about Social Security. We're going to be doing a whole very detailed program on Social Security um, probably about three, four weeks from now, I would estimate. And you might want to stay tuned and listen to that when it comes on. But if you can delay taking Social Security until a later year and get a larger amount, you're going to get a larger amount for the rest of your life, and you're going to need that money. So the longer you can wait to take Social Security up to age 70 to start it, the better off you're going to be. But we'll talk about that in more detail. What about calculators, Pete? It's important to know how much you're going to withdraw money uh, from your investment or your retirement accounts. And A lot of people feel very comfortable when we come in and we say, you're never going to run out of money. But a lot of people are really concerned about it, aren't they? They are. And yeah, that's a nice feeling to be able to tell someone that they're not going to run out of money or other people who we show them that they can go ahead and retire now and they're so relieved. And uh, it it is a nice thing to do. And, uh, you know, other times we'll tell people, listen, at the rate that you're spending based on your budget that we went over with you, uh, you're going to run out of money in 22.7 years. And they'll say, I'm comfortable with that. I'm not going to live past 85. So, <laughs> But what if you do? What if you do? So in any event, we can help you calculate longevity. We can talk to you about your life expectancy based upon your family, uh, as Peter has mentioned. One unknown we have out there is taxes. We are expecting to see taxes increase in the future. Taxes in 2023, no, maybe it's 2025. Taxes will go up, but we've got to have some way to pay for all the expenses we've incurred. So, but have a written plan, and have a written plan also if you're doing estate planning, Tenny. It's vitally important. It's, it's really important that you have documents in place. We've said this over and over and over again. But, folks, you need a trust and a will, and you need a durable power of attorney and health documents. This fellow that I was talking about earlier is going to be able to help his aunt 
because she did adorable power of attorney several years ago, and the banks are accepting that. I see so many people who have issues with family members who are incapacitated or have Alzheimer's now, and if they had only gotten at least simple documents at, you know, at the very least in place, it would have saved the family such a headache and, you know, battling in court and everything else also. I know, Tenny, a lot of times when you're doing uh, documents for people, you're keeping duplicate originals of some of those documents too. So yes, we, we tend to keep <laughs> them forever. <laughs> we have a very large storage area here at the back side of our building. It's full of documents. And we're starting to um, finally come into the 21st century and scanning um, things and keeping them on the server as well as an additional backup. So that way we can have them in the cloud, which didn't exist 15 years ago. <laughs> right? That cloud just blew on in. <laughs> Probably right around 15 years ago. Well, besides having a written plan, uh, I'm, I keep thinking about this poor lady who's got dementia, you said? She's senile? Yes, and leukemia. And she no longer has capacity to do right. new documents. So you've got right. to do so documents. Right, so you know she's going to die. Yeah, well, we know Shortly. we're all going to die at some point in time. But um, you need help from a, a planning professional, whether it's doing your legal documents or whether it's doing the income planning. And Pete, you are now a registered investment advisor, advisor representative. Investment advisor representative. He rolls. You know his how eyes much I me. love to say that. I know he rolls his eyes when I ask him that question. But that means you can only act in the best interests of the client. You can help people figure out their budget, their shortfall. How are they going to come up with the money? I mean, you're not going to sell Girl Scout cookies when you're 75 years old, right? Well, you could because Girl Remember the Scouts ad that was in the paper adults. once that showed a lady in a Girl Scout uniform at somebody's doorstep with a box of Girl Scout cookies? Yeah, I Clearly thought that was elderly, cute. and it says, "How will you fund your retirement?" Right, <laughs> selling Girl Scout cookies. But we can help you seriously. There's lots of different ways. It's harder and harder to downsize today because you might make some money when you sell your house, and I know you're doing a lot of that lately, Pete. But gosh, you got to go live someplace else too, don't you? You do, and I, I do have uh, one friend who is selling his house and going to rent for a while and see what happens with the market. Well, the market's getting better. The cost of supplies is getting better, and... Um, Cost of lumber has gone down a little bit just in the last few weeks and recently. So those are all good things. But right now, it's still a topsy-turvy world for doing stuff. Well, the other thing is, where do you keep your money? Do you keep your money in the right place? Do you keep your money in the wrong place? What would you say would be an example of a wrong place right now? To Banks. Keep a lot of money. Talk about it almost every single show. It's it's amazing, amazing to me how many people have huge amounts of cash either in the bank, whether it's in a CD or savings. I don't care the way that CD rates are right now. Should not be in a CD. Should not be in a bank other than as the emergency fund that we talked about. And then again, I can't tell you how many clients just blows my mind. Oh, I've got thirty thousand dollars in my sock drawer. Oh, I've got you know. $35,000 in a shoebox under my bed or in my closet, and it just blows my mind. I mean, but but the the reason that people do that is that they don't know where to safely invest, where they won't lose that money, and that's something that you folks can do for people. Yeah, absolutely. But good luck proving that if you had a burglary or a fire. Uh, plus, again, with inflation, you're losing, you know, five percent. A, a year on, on your money instead of making anything. So it's okay to keep some money in the bank, obviously, but you don't want to keep a lot of money there because uh, typical rates of return are one-tenth, two-tenths of a one-percent interest. Rate of inflation is, what, five and almost five-and-a-half percent at the moment. You're really losing money. We can show you different ways and different things you can do. You know, the right thing to do in retirement is preserving income. It's not about maximizing returns. We can show you different ways to do that. We can show you how to generate an income-producing portfolio. Um, we can talk to you about, or Peter will talk to you about your risk tolerance. He can do an analysis of your account. Uh, if you have a 
stocks, bonds, and mutual funds and tell you whether you are at risk or not at risk? Yeah, and again, all of this is free. We don't charge to do any of this. It's called a Riskalyze score, and it, it basically pops up a, a speed limit um, number. And based off of a little quiz I can do with you or you can do it at home, uh, and then I get the results back, it'll tell you whether or not you're, you know, what you're true desire is and what your true risk tolerance is matches what you're actually in and whether that should be tweaked to be either a little bit more aggressive or more conservative. And it's not the same answer for everybody, is it? No, it's not. And sometimes people will go through the risk allies little quiz with me and maybe they'll get a risk score of like 40. And when I do a Morningstar report for them and the... um, Morningstar report comes back with what their risks score is, and that might be like a 65. So if you desire to have a 40 risk score, and that's where your true risk tolerance is, and your portfolio comes back uh, in the Morningstar report showing a 65, that's a huge difference. And that means you've got to get way more conservative or vice versa. I, I see both. So some people might want to have guaranteed retirement income. Some people don't want their income to be guaranteed. They want to be more concerned about making uh, money on investments or sometimes a little bit of both. Yeah, and again, at not every situation is the same. They're all completely different. And so that's why it's that's why it's important to sit down and talk to us because you are very unique um, and your your situation, your goals, your your um, you know your risk tolerance are all very unique to you. It's like a fingerprint on everybody's financial plan. And remember that the world is changing. So we were talking earlier about Tom Friedman, who wrote this wonderful book, The World is Flat, and he's written some other interesting books. He once said, when I was growing up, my parents told me, finish your dinner. People in China and India are starving. I tell my daughters, finish your homework. People in India and China are starving for your job. Tom Friedman, we're going to come back in just a minute and talk a little bit more about some final points to think about for making sure you have an emergency fund and that you're going to be able to survive your longer retirement. Stay tuned. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to ways to make sure you're not going to run out of money in retirement. I think it's a concern for many, many, many people. How many times do you see older people working in part-time jobs? They're not doing it for socialization. They're doing it because they need to have some money. Right, Tenny? Well, I'd probably do it for socialization because I think I would be bored to tears in retirement. But anyway. Actually, you'd probably be the little old lady who'd be selling Girl Scout cookies at the doorstep. Yeah, or making McDonald's French fries. I always thought that would be kind of fun. No, then your hair smells like a French fry at night. (laughs) It's fun for the first couple of shifts. I worked at McDonald's as my first job, don't forget. I was 16 years old. (laughs) And it was fun for... Like the first week, maybe. It was kind of exciting to be back behind the scenes and making the fries, but no, that's definitely not anything you'd want to do in retirement. (laughs) Well, I served mess duty once when I was on active duty in the Marines. We had to serve a week of mess duty. My job was to crack eggs that were being used to make scrambled eggs in the morning. They had this monster vat that was at least two feet across. Must have held 40 gallons worth of egg fluid. And you that sounds lovely. Two, egg fluid. Two eggs in each, each hand, <laughs> and you'd take two eggs at a time in each hand, and you'd smack them on the top of the thing and try to extract the shells and watch the eggs drip down in. 
And then every once in a while, your hands would get so slippery, the whole egg would just go bloop down to the bottom. <laughs> and a few shells would end up in the vat. <laughs> a few shells would end up in somebody's dinner, somebody's breakfast. Egg fluid. I don't think I'll have eggs anytime soon. Egg Thank fluid. you. What would you call it? What would be the right word? Just eggs. Eggs. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I have a friend who worked at McDonald's with me at the same time, and he got caught eating a chicken nugget. And you got fired. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Well, Chris Rock once said, you don't pay taxes, they take taxes. I like that. And Arthur Godfrey once said, I'm proud to pay taxes in the United States. The only thing is, I could be just as proud for half the money. We are going to be paying more taxes going forward in the future. You need to think about that. There was a, a big uh, party that Willie Nelson threw, and there was a routine. It was either Eddie Murphy or Sam Kennison. I think it was Sam Kennison. And uh, do you remember when Willie Nelson got into a big problem with taxes? taxes? Yeah, I think he owed like $20 million at one time for taxes. And uh, he was throwing like millions of dollars at these massive parties that he was having in Texas. And Sam Kennison said... Willie Nelson, you don't owe Texas, you owe taxes, because he was... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, Still love isn't it? Willie. Well, I want to remind you that you are going to be paying more taxes in the future, ladies and gentlemen, and you need to have enough money to pay your taxes and to survive retirement. Henny Youngman once said, I've got all the money I'll ever need if I die by 4 o'clock. <laughs> so the question is, Will you have enough money to survive retirement? Now, your retirement is a little bit ways away, Pete, but I know that you're putting money aside into retirement accounts, and your wife is. You have to plan ahead for these things. You're not allowed to do it all at one time. You do, and again, when my children turn 18, they're going to get an IRA, and I'm going to make sure that they at least work part-time and at least put, I don't care if it's $10 a week aside into that, you know, that's, um, that's money that will be much, much larger when they go to retire. It's very few and far between, but I do see people here and there, 22, 23, 24 years old, who open up a, a brokerage account with me, and they are going to be in phenomenal shape when they go to retire. Yes, they are. I've got two sisters who, one of them is 20 and when the other one is 22, and they just opened up each um, uh, an account with me with $5,000 each. And uh, that doesn't sound like a huge amount of money, but they're only 20 and 22, so that's a huge amount of money. And they're going to contribute as much as they can every year. Great start. Great start. And they're going to be in excellent shape. You know, that, that's a really good point that you make, that there is becoming more understanding of how early you have to start for your retirement. I can remember vividly that when I had money put aside for retirement back years ago, it didn't make any difference to me when I left a job to pull the money out. I thought it was like a savings account. Why not? Nobody understood back then. Nobody really talked about it. So it's great that people are talking about it now. Well, that worked better when people you know, had a life expectancy of 63 or 65, but now the average life expectancy is well over 80 years of age. I think it's 77. 77, 78, yeah. Okay, I'll take your word for that. Well, I plan to live a lot longer. So make a budget, yes, but you have to stick to it. It has to be accurate. You have to revise it and review it once in a while. We're happy to review it for you. I've always said that probably fewer than 5% of the people I see have really done an adequate job about preparing for retirement. And how about, a, how about an emergency fund? Well, even those people who have done an adequate job of saving for retirement almost always are not 100% you know, where they should be in terms of, okay, well, they've got a lot of assets, but they might not be in the right place. Now they're retired and they've got a lot of money in the market and they shouldn't be. They should take that money off the table and put it in a safe place now, still able to earn decent returns. But, you know, if something happened, it's, it's not going to, you're not going to lose the principal. And then other people who have saved a lot of money, but they don't have any life insurance in place or they don't have, you know, 
an islet, an, an irrevocable life insurance trust in place on the life insurance, which could help them if they have a large estate, or they haven't done an estate plan. I mean, we've met with people who have huge retirement assets, and they don't have any life insurance, and they've never done an estate plan or even a simple, you know, the simple docs with a will and a power of attorney. And, and I'm talking massive estates, and with young children too. So. Again, even those people who do have large retirement assets and and will most likely be comfortable in retirement, they still haven't done everything the right way, and that's where we can help in in all areas. I have a couple for uh, clients. One worked as a teacher and has a teacher's pension. The other one worked for the telephone company, started out as a lineman, moved into a teaching position in that. Um, they started at their very first job when they were in their early 20s, putting aside $25 a week and then $50 a week and then $100 a week. When they retired, and they retired at around 65, their combined pension and Social Security income is like $110,000 a year. But even more importantly, they've accumulated more than $2 million worth of assets. So if you do it, from the beginning and you do it steady and you do it regularly, you can really make out very well. Christopher Marlowe, who was a poet, I think in the 17th century said, money can't buy love, but it improves your bargaining position. (laughs) That's for sure. Same thing is true in retirement. So I want to just talk very quickly, if we can, about having an emergency fund, because we alluded to that and I'd like to mention that very quickly. My sister's uh, good friend always said that she had to check somebody's bank account before things got too serious <laughs> and their credit score. Oh, I don't believe she was a that. smart she woman. She absolutely said that. <laughs> well, let's talk quickly about an um, emergency fund. Emergency fund should have at least enough money to last you for three to six months. I mean, look what's happened in recent times with the pandemic. And people lost jobs, and then there were government supplement and if programs. You don't, and if you don't have enough money to last you three to six months, then you know don't panic, but at least start now. Yep. Um, so we've always said, and it's been a while since we've said it, but pay yourself first. You'll find a way to pay the other things that you know need to be paid, but always pay yourself first, even if that's setting aside you know fifty dollars a week. Well, I think we unfortunately live in a spending economy, and although it's good for the economy and creating other people's jobs, it doesn't help your savings and your retirement. I'd like to remind everyone that Lancelot Inc., uh, represented today by attorney Tenny Lance, uh, they can talk to you, either Mike Coleman or Tenny Lance can talk to you about setting up a will or a trust or doing Medicaid planning or nursing home protection. How about protecting your assets from the nursing home? That's certainly important. And you can give Tenny a call at 508-998-8800. At USA Wealth Group, mostly everything we do is helping you protect your assets, uh, making sure you've got enough money for retirement, making sure you have a budget, and answering your questions. And if you're not as prepared as you'd like to be, we're going to suggest some things that will help you. Give us a call at 508 998 8858. We now have one of the dogs in the room. At the top of the show, you asked if there were any dogs in the room, and I said no. I'm surprised it took this long, but for any of you who have come to our office, the big white dog is just a giant teddy bear, and she normally has to be with me at all times. And I just heard a light scratching, pawing at the door. So she's in now. Okay, it's a good thing we don't bring our cats to the office, Tenny. <laughs> They'd be jumping up on the table and hitting the keyboard and pausing production of our radio show. That's what my big white cat does when I try to get on the computer at home. Let me quickly (laughs) remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that we also have in our office Lance Family Insurance Agency. You can speak with Deb, you can speak with Cheryl and uh, Peter, and they'll be happy to talk to you about uh, whether they can save money for you on your home insurance and your car insurance, and give them a call at 508-998-8858. Or you can call them at 774-992-0789. Thank you very much. But we're here to protect you. We're here to help you. And the, the basic you know, message for the show 
is that, you know, running out of money in retirement, it's a scary thought, but it's something that you all need to be aware of. There's really so many variables and factors surrounding retirement planning, especially in today's world, so it can be really overwhelming. Uh, but really the worst thing that you can do for yourself and your loved ones is to not do anything at all. So, you know, really that's the worst decision you can make is to not do anything and just sort of avoid it. So give us a call. It's always free to talk to us, and we'll ha be happy to help you out and see what we can do to plan for your retirement. Oscar Wilde once said, when I was young, I thought that money was the most important thing in life. Now that I'm old, I know that it is. And my final quotation, you don't have to cheer, Tenny, is from uh, Benjamin Franklin. I love Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin once said, money has never made man happy, nor will it. There is nothing in its nature to produce happiness. The more of it one has, the more one wants. And we look at people who have so much money, they can send rocket ships up in the air. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Do something to protect your retirement. You're going to live a lot longer than you think, which is a wonderful piece of good news. The bad news is going to cost you more money to get there. We can help. You've been listening to Money Wise with the money guys, Ray Lance and Pete Lance, powered by USA Wealth Group, Inc. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. Money Wise is also online. Go to usawealthgroup.com. That's usawealthgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. USA Wealth Group, Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.